Hello, everybody. On tonight's episode of Sports with Sterling, I am joined by Stephen Bruin. Welcome back, Steve, as well as Benny, as we go over all the action in the sports world over the last couple of days. It has been an action-packed last couple of days, uh, concluding with the Sunday night football game that just ended a couple minutes ago, where my Patriots lost a gut-wrencher against the Seattle Seahawks. I still am not over that, obviously. I'm very upset, uh, but I am pretty optimistic about the rest of the season for the Patriots. I get into that more in the podcast. Um, we also talk about the NBA playoffs and the conference finals that are in full swing. Uh, tonight's game, the Lakers and the Nuggets was was phenomenal with AD hitting a buzzer beater. Uh, I have thoughts on that later as well. And then basically we just go over the Sunday, the, the NFL Sunday as normal. But before we do that, I'd like to just say, first and foremost, uh, Bryson DeChambeau won the U.S. Open. I hate the guy, can't stand him, so I'm not going to be talking about that on the podcast with these two because neither of them watch golf, and uh, to be honest, golf is pretty boring. So I'm just going to say that. Congrats to Bryson. Not a fan of you. You're not welcome on the pod, but way to win a couple million dollars and your first major. And then uh, Pogachar won the Tour de France. Now, nobody cares about cycling but me. I do not know one other soul that cares about the Tour de France or any cycling for that matter. But it was one of the best tours of all time, and I'm not going to give up the opportunity to speak about it for one second here. Uh, Wow. Watch Stage 20 if you want. You probably won't find it exciting, but I did. It was a great tour. So congrats to Tadej Pogachar from Slovenia. The best Slovenian athlete, question mark? Is it him or Luka Doncic? That's kind of a joke. But in Slovenia, they are going to have that debate because uh, the Tour de France and cycling matter in other countries, just not in America unless it was Lance Armstrong, who I still think should be credited with his victories because uh, everybody was taking uh, EPO back then, just like in baseball. Barry Bond should be a Hall of Famer and should be looked at as the best baseball player of all time. And now I've just talked about the holy trinity of boring sports for you at the beginning of this. Uh, Golf, cycling, and baseball. Let's talk about some fun sports, basketball and football, with Stephen Bruin and Benny Calavajaya coming up right now. Hello, Benny. Hello, Stephen. Uh, As we get started, I I just did the intro before we recorded this. Uh, Let's talk the Tour de France, okay? Hell hell of a tour. And... uh, and we're going to talk golf, and let's make this like a four-hour podcast. We do tour tennis. for an hour, golf for an hour. We could do tennis. Yeah, U.S. Open last week in tennis. Yeah, yeah let's, let's, let's do a five-hour podcast. Yeah. We could do an hour. Golf, <laughs> golf and U.S. Open. <laughs> yeah, U.S. Open golf, U.S. Open tennis, and some tour, okay? Uh, you guys watch any curling this week? No, no, no. But the tour did just end, and I did the intro on that. So I said uh, I'll stop boring people to tears. We'll talk basketball and, uh, and football. So mm-hmm. we'll first – start off with uh you know what i'm gonna do a pivot i said we're gonna do basketball first we'll talk about the sunday night game because that's the yeah, most uh, that was the, the most watched thing tonight so um benny's team the seahawks beat my team the patriots it was a 35 30 uh with a with a one stop on the one yard line at the end of the game uh a bad play call by josh mcdaniels and in my humble opinion he should have switched it up and you know did something else because they did that same play four times it worked all four times but uh yeah. They knew it was coming. So, uh, Benny, I will let you go first. Actually, you know what, Steven? Welcome back to the pod. I want you to give your takes on this game first. Uh, thanks for having me back. It's been, it's been eight months. I was the second to last podcast. For the, we did the Kobe podcast. That was the, that was the one yeah, we did. Can you believe, can you believe that uh, the Super Bowl never happened? We, ne- we never talked about the, the, the Super Bowl after it ended. <laughs> yeah, we were yeah. supposed to do a big podcast after the Super game? Bowl. We won that game. I, I forget. It was a while ago. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. Give give takes on the Sunday night game. Uh, Sunday night game. So I wasn't on your 
like you know seeing who I was going to win the division. But after the Seahawks played this game, I'm I'm, I'm going to stick with what, who I thought was going to win is the Rams going to win the division. Thank you. Sam. But I thought I thought the I thought the wow. Seahawks looked really good. Hot uh, take alert. Hot, hot, no, I don't even think that's a hot take right now. But yeah, no, I thought the Seahawks looked good. At least they looked good in prime time. They're still going to be a playoff team. Um, I just. The Patriots look a lot better than I thought. I actually thought it was going to be, like, a complete blowout because I, I, I thought the Patriots would actually play a real team and they would get shown as a little fraudulent. But it looks like Cam Newton's looking great, almost 400 yards. Uh, only one touchdown, but he was looking good. I think, I think the Patriots are still going to win their, win their division. Okay, yeah, that's a, that's a nuanced take from you, Steve, and I appreciate it. The first take is a nuanced one. Uh, like we, want, we want the hot takes, but we'll, ta- we'll take the nuance. Uh, Benny, I'll let you Miami go Miami Dolphins next. win. Ooh. I'll let you go next, Benny. Uh, All right. Float a little bit because I'm about to tear you down. Oh, no. Okay, so, sir, uh, I'm not even going to – you're going to say your take or whatever. But, uh, no, I mean, basically Russell Wilson has had an amazing start to the season. Maybe – obviously the best of his career. Maybe the best out of, you know, any passing stats. What, like five, what, five touchdowns this week? How many – four last week? Like yeah, four last week. Well, 12 incompletions, maybe. Well, six this week, if you include the pick six, he threw him. <laughs> but, okay, so obviously, hey, they're letting Russ cook. You don't like the defense, um, and here's the thing. I think they're good enough. I don't think they're great. They have two two playmakers um, that I like both of them. You don't. Um, but I was uh, really nervous coming down to the end of that game. I was a little su- – I was actually really surprised that they uh, took a shot on third down uh, and didn't, you know, maybe run, run a little read option, anything to, to make the Patriots use another timeout. But, uh, I mean, they bent, but they didn't break. And that last play, I agree. I thought they were going to run a little play action off of that, uh, maybe like slip out a tight end or, you know, maybe something like the fullback slipping out like they did. But I think that um, obviously the Seahawks played it great. Um, one thing that – I was talking about that that play that they slipped the, the fullback out is I think they adjusted they 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 ran right at the fullback they took him out right away right so mm-hmm. um I mean good teams find a way to win Patriots uh, are a lot better a lot better than I thought they would be um Cam Newton in particular I knew the defense is good but Cam Newton yeah he looks good so I don't I mean I still think that uh Buffalo is going to be right there with them at the end of the uh year but I okay mean, that's not, that's not uh, too crazy coming from you, honestly. I was expecting a little more gloat. You can gloat. No. Your team won. Your team beat my oh, team. I think the Seahawks are winning the division now. Ooh, oh. Okay. That, that right there is some big yeah. gloating, my friend. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. Especially with the Niners losing Bosa today. The Niners got killed with injuries today. It's actually yeah. – that's, that's the Seahawks biggest – did have a lot of injuries today too, though. The biggest storyline of this, this football weekend is the 49ers injuries. I don't mm-hmm. think I mean games are important, but the few, the 49ers might be out of the Super Bowl picture with uh, with yep. the injuries they they suffered. So we'll talk about them later. Here's my takes on tonight's game, and I actually think these are nuanced. You won't, but I think they are. The Seahawks have I heard this. Yeah, you have heard them. The Seahawks have a uh, elite top level quarterback playing at elite mm-hmm. top level quarterback abilities, and they. They won both games in a row against the Falcons and the Patriots. The Patriots are a lot better than the Falcons. That's obvious. But I, my only concern with the Seahawks, and it'll stay the same concern, is they have one great player 
and then the defense is trash. And it's going to happen every single week, no matter who they play. The defense is going to be giving up big passing numbers every single week. Dak Prescott's going to probably put up 450 next week. And the Seahawks might win the game, but that's not a winning strategy for, for the aspirations of the team, which is a Super Bowl. They're not going to win the Super Bowl if they don't get their defense and their secondary better. They're not going to beat Pat Mahomes if, that, if that's the matchup. They probably won't beat Lamar Jackson. Uh, they might beat if the your your Super Bowl prediction from the from the AFC was the Titans, if you recall, they might beat the Titans and Ryan Tannehill, but they're not going to beat a good passer in in the playoffs or in the Super Bowl. And I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but from what I've saw from last season and to the wrong. start of this season, they cannot cover anybody. Julian Edelman was burning Jamal Adams. Julian Edelman's 35. And he's got, and he had like a bad knee coming into this game. You cannot let him be burning one of the best athletes in the league multiple times. Now, for the Patriots, I'm obviously very optimistic with how Cam's looked the, the start of the season. He looks like prime Cam, which is not what I thought coming into the season. And I really think they should have won that game at the end. They shouldn't have called that play. And, you know, they did, and it happened. So it is what it is. But I'm, I'm more optimistic off that loss than I was off the Miami win, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think this team is going to be as good as last year, uh, maybe a little better, because I think Cam's better in this offense than Brady is this year because uh, of how much, how much um, improvisation and, and basically like having to – improvisation is the right word. Uh, Brady can't improvise like Cam because Brady is a statue. And mm-hmm. when the receivers aren't able to get a lot of separation because they don't have a fa- anybody – that fast in their in their wideouts, uh, having a, a QB like Cam or like Wilson or Watson or Lamar or Mahomes makes it a lot easier to to make things happen. Uh, mm-hmm. I do think they still should make a trade, and I, I think I said this last time they should try to get Odell because I've been I've read that Odell wants out, and I've heard people say that. Uh, I don't know what Odell's worth, but if he's a third or second rounder, I say take it. They have the cap space, and I would say honestly try to get Cam signed long term. Uh, it's a one-year deal. I'm all in. I'm bought in. I think he's. I think he's playing at a prime level. You get him for four years, 120 million or something like that, 150 million, whatever, 30 million a year is, and uh, and get it going. And this is this is the Patriots for the next couple of years. Build it. Okay. Keep building the offense. I like the team. Uh, all credit to the Seahawks. Russell Wilson played phenomenal, except for the the pick six at the start, which wasn't his fault. But uh, he played great and. I think the Seahawks are, are a good team. They're not a great team. I think they have a great quarterback on, a, on, a, on an average team, which is a lot of teams in the NFL. And uh, I think history has showed us that you need three phases of good football to win, to win a championship. And I don't know. I don't think the Seahawks have the ability to fix their problems because they don't really have cap space. And um, I think they wanted Jamal Adams to fix their problems. And really what he is is a replacement to Clowney, not a, not a person that's a coverage guy. He's basically a pass rusher and run stopper. And that's fine. He's great at that stuff, but they need a guy that can cover people. And uh, you're right that uh, Diggs got ejected and they were playing with a new person in the secondary. That's all correct. But I don't think Diggs makes that game different personally. I really think it's the same, same outcome because he's proven that he's not the best either. So we'll see what happens. I think both these teams are about the same. They're, they're same level. Uh, Obviously, the Patriots play a way easier division, so um, I'm more I'm more bullish on the Patriots. But yeah, I mean, I still think I, I I picked the I picked the 49ers to win the West. I think these injuries have totally screwed them, uh, and I'm really looking at the Rams. I send you guys a script that uh, that are like what we're gonna go over. I, the Rams are looking like 2018, so I'm 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 
buying into them more. But um, okay. Any last Can thoughts? Can I say a couple things about that? Yeah. Real quick. So one thing uh, that I do like about the Patriots this year is I feel like they're not uh, they're not treating Cam like a franchise quarterback, which is a good thing because I really don't think that they're you know any kind of load management for him. You know, like I mean, every time they get the goal line, they're it's him every time. Exactly. So like I. I think that's it's kind of like selling out all year, you know, uh, with him. And then also one one reason why I disagree with the Seahawks for uh, you is because I think that, um, yeah, they don't have a great secondary, but um, I think that uh, Griffin, Dunbar, and Diggs are, are going to be good enough. So like their defense is, you know, predicated on. A, a cover three and not not getting beat deep and then I think that that's why they picked up Jamal Adams is because they they want to be better at stopping the run and that that's what he is he's he's a run stopper he's a he's a he's a blitzer and yeah he can you know he can cover tight ends he can cover I mean I obviously he got exposed against a good slot guy like Julian Edelman tonight but I think that's what they want to do they want to stop the run they want to run the ball well and they have a great quarterback so I'll and they say that keep everything you know obviously yeah with their with their uh scheme yeah my, my my last point on that is that you're right to an extent i still feel like if you you're giving up huge yardage to these patriots rece- receivers who is the worst receiving position in the nfl i don't think there's anybody that's close you can probably find somebody and i'd agree but uh the bills maybe ah uh, stefan Diggs is i think yeah. by far better yeah, than I, any I, of these guys you think yeah Diggs and edelman aren't comparable no, I think Diggs is, does a lot more than Edelman. Edelman's phenomenal in the playoffs, but I, and I love Edelman. He's I'm wearing an Edelman jersey right now. That's the jersey I'm wearing. I love Edelman, but he's 35, and he isn't at, he isn't what he used to be. And Diggs is in his prime. And I think if you put Diggs on any offense, Diggs will be great. I think Edelman is great in the Patriots' offense because of the way that they use their slot guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, Harry, I still am optimistic about. I don't even know who that bird guy was. And I know the Patriots yeah. roster pretty well. I have no clue where he came from because I haven't really been following the NFL during the offseason that much, like any of us, because COVID and everything yeah. else going on. But uh, I had no clue who he was. I think he's okay. But um, when you're giving up about 400 yards to Cam Newton when he's got these receivers, that tells me that you're not going to be able to cover anything. So uh, we will see. I'm just saying the, the Cowboys next week are going to put up a ton of yards. And the Seahawks okay. probably will too. It'll be a close Ooh. game. And this type of season is what the Seahawks are going to probably have again, which is going to be close games. They'll win a lot. They'll lose, they'll lose some. Yeah. And then in the playoffs, it just won't work. And I, that's, my, that's my long prediction. Maybe I'm wrong, yeah. like I said. I think they're built to win in their division. Maybe. Because Maybe. Because those teams do well. You know, uh, I mean, San Francisco runs the shit out of the ball. I think- San Francisco does, but the other two teams don't. I, I mean, I, the, Ram, the Rams' whole offense is predicated on play action and window dressing and that. But, I mean, what Seattle cornerback stopping Woods or, or uh, Cup or Higby? Yeah. I mean, yeah. we'll see. The, those, like I, like I've there. said in every single pod, the matchups in the division are going to be fascinating because yeah. uh, all teams are good. You got any last words, Steven, for this, for this game? Yeah, I guess going off of your point, well, I guess we'll see next week where one of the best wide receiver cores in football well, for the Cowboys. They they got so many weapons. We'll see. We'll see how they do next week. Yeah, so. I think that'll be a big litmus test. 
Mm. Okay. Uh-huh. As a science, science world would say, a big litmus test. There you go. How about that? Um, okay, so we're going to jump sports real quick before you talk about the rest of the, the NFL weekend. Uh, let's talk about the conference finals and what we've seen so far. Um, okay, so the Celtics took – the to game three to go to go down one two uh, against the against the Heat, uh, they looked bad or no they didn't look bad but they they kind of choked the first two games and it looked like the Heat were definitely going to win that series. That Celtics game three win and the fact that Hayward's back, I think it's shifted and they don't play until Wednesday. Next game's not until Wednesday, so all the momentum of the Heat has kind of been thwarted at that point because it's you know four games until the next game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the Celtics, and I'm still going Celtics-Lakers. We're going to talk about the Lakers in a second. But uh, have either of you really paid attention to that series that much? Yeah, I got to watch uh, game three of the Celtics and Heat. Okay, what about you, Steven? Yeah, no, I've actually watched this one more than the Lakers-Nuggets because I think this okay, is good. a way more interesting uh, yeah. series. Good, I have to ask that because Vinny has boycotted games before, has, has declined to watch some <laughs> things. I just need to make sure that, that we have a uh, – an educated, uh, an educated population when we're talking about this stuff. Uh, okay, so what do you think is the outcome of this series headed forward? We'll go with you first, Stephen, and then you, Benny. Do you think that yeah. he come back or the Celtics come back, or is it? No, I, I, I think the Heat are just like a complete team. They're they got they got everything down. They have they don't have like any superstars. I would say. I mean, I think Jimmy Butler's a top fifteen player. But I don't think they have anything crazy. But I think they just play better as like a unit. And I think I think the NBA wants they have a they have a narrative no matter what team wins. But I I think they want the Celtics Lakers bad. So I think this I think this series is gonna go probably six games. I think whoever I think the Heat are still gonna win though in six. Okay. What about you, Benny? Yeah. yeah I also think the Heat are still gonna win. I agree with Steven. Um, I mean, dude, they're, they're just – they consistently play like a team. I mean, when I watched them, it's like – I mean, obviously, guys like Tyler Hero are stepping up. Um, bam. Duncan, Duncan Robinson? Yeah, yeah, Duncan Robinson. I mean, they just have – it seems like, you know, they talk about cliche, like when I'm watching the game, like, oh, you know, they don't care who scores. But, I mean, it kind of looks like that. And I think it's, they're tougher to defend for that reason. And – they're really good defensively, and I don't know. I think they play with a little chip on their shoulder. I think the pressure is on the Celtics. I think it'll be on the Celtics the whole series. And oh, yeah, definitely. The Heat, like, thrive as an underdog. And so I think that they're going to win this series. And going to the finals, I think that it's going to be, you know, I mean, I'm assuming they're going to play the Lakers. I, I think it'll be really interesting. Um, I think they'll play them tighter than you will probably predict, Sterling. But, yeah. That's what I got on that series. Um, that's a good more, point. more talented players wise, right? But. I think so. I think these are two of the top three coaches in the NBA. I think the third. I think the best coach is Nick Nurse. So I think it's uh, Nick Nurse, really? Spolstra, Brad Stevens, Popovich too. Because, but he's a legacy guy now. Like he's yeah. he's a uh, he's a little over the hill, my friend. He needs. <laughs> it's about time you yeah you, you walk yeah. out the door, pop, retire into happiness. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean these are two of the best coaches. Their game plans are amazing. They drop. Uh, phenomenal out of bounds plays and off timeout plays, and uh, I do love the way that he'd move the ball. They don't have one person that dominates the ball, and mm-hmm. with that comes uh, a lot of opportunity for everybody. And it hit the people hit shots. The people that need to hit shots hit shots. 
Um, I think that I think the Celtics are better positioned to come back and win the series with Hayward back because I do think Hayward gives somebody you can throw at Bam, and that doesn't seem like it would work, but it does. Um, and so I'm kind of I'm kind of optimistic about the Celtics. I could see. I mean, whoever wins game game four is going to win the series. Is in my opinion. So uh, game four can go either way. All these games have been close. I would hope the Heat win it if they win game four. <laughs> yeah. No, if the Heat win game four, they win the series. Yeah. But I mean, you you you've been bullish on the Nuggets that came back three one in the last two series. Yeah, that's they pretty badass. So no, I'm just saying, whoever wins Game Four, I think will win the series. I I still believe that the better the best player is Jason Tatum, and the best player usually is on the team that wins the series is in the playoffs in basketball. And I do think the teams are pretty evenly matched, but I like the one two three on the Celtics more than one, than the one two three on the on the Heat, and. I still don't trust Jimmy Butler. I know he's been really good in these playoffs, but I still don't trust him in clutch times. And he's proven me wrong multiple times this year. And he is a really good player. But when Jason Tatum has the ball in his hand with 20 seconds to go, I have more faith that he'll hit the shot than, than uh, Jimmy Butler or anybody on the Heat team outside of Tyler Hero. I actually, I'm very, I think Tyler Hero is going to hit everything he shoots because. Uh, Dude, he, yeah. Bullish on Tyler Hero. Yeah, very bullish. He's what nineteen? Is he twenty yet? Twenty now, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's gonna be. 20. He's. They found a gym in in him, and uh, I cannot believe that he slipped that far in that draft. He should have probably gone, you know, top top six, top seven, and I think he was pick thirteen, right? Yeah, thirteen yeah. or fourteen, yeah. But yeah, and so he's really good. And the Heat, I do believe, are they need a superstar. I don't think that teams without superstars can win championships. The only one that's done that in the maybe the history of the NBA is the, uh, the Pistons, and uh, I almost said the Spurs. Sorry, the Pistons in 2004, and that team was built a lot differently than than the Heat team. And people are like, "Oh, I see similarities." No, that Pistons team was the, one of the best defensive teams ever, and teams didn't score like they do now. There was games in the Pistons run to the finals where literally the scores were like 78 64 okay <laughs> so in a, in a 48 minute basketball game that's not <laughs> happening anymore uh no. so this heat team is good at defense but they're not the pistons they're not close to the pistons okay so and, i got a question yeah you, you said you like you know the the celtics one one two three better than you know they, you like their three best players better than the heat okay well, what about the top two players from each team what do you I still like I think that's more even, but I like the Celtics more. I I, yeah. I think Jason Tatum's an elite player. I yeah. don't think anybody else is an elite player out of those four. I'd say Jimmy and Bam are probably even I think Bam's the most important player on, on yeah. the heat. Jimmy's the best right now. And then Jalen's probably fourth. But I think Jalen is I think those last three, Bam, Jimmy, and and Jalen are all on equal play, level field, on an equal level field, really? equal playing field. I can't talk right now. Uh, yeah, I mean, Jalen Brown is a is a twenty point a game guy. That's the better, the best defender out of all of them. I mean, maybe you can give it to Jim. That's that's false, actually. Bam. Let me, let me, yeah, Bam is the Bam's best definitely the best defender. <laughs> yeah, he can guard one through five. So, honestly, I, I because I keep talking in circles. I do. I think the Celtics have the better two because I like Jalen, uh, or not Jalen, but Jason Tatum the most out of all. Okay. Four. Um, but no, I mean, both of these teams have overachieved this year, truthfully. Um, nobody predicted either of these teams to get anywhere near here. It was pretty much the 76ers who, you know, 
What happened? I thought them? the Celtics would. I mean, obviously have a chance. What was everybody was saying? The Bucks and Bucks and uh, Sixers. Sixers. Yeah. And the Sixers choked, and Ben Simmons was hurt, but they weren't going to win that game, that series if he was there. And then the Bucks choked. And give credit to the teams that beat them, which was the Celtics and the Heat. I don't think either of these teams are championship teams. The Heat are closer. The Celtics are closer than the Heat as it stands now to me, but the Heat have the ability to get another star, and they're going to go after Giannis hard. And if they get Giannis, they might, we might have a dynasty on our hands. Yeah. So um, I, I, I like this series. I think every game's going to be close. It's a nail-biter, right? There's another, little, there's another little tagline for you, a little litmus test nail-biter. Let's see how many I can throw in there. Uh, and every, every game, every game's a must-win. Over, that? under three. What do we got? I, I'm at two. I'm at I just said it's a must-win. Game four. Game four must-win. Oh, win. uh-oh. Uh, but, yeah, I'm excited to keep watching this. I don't know why they get a huge break till Wednesday. That seems it's a little long. Yeah, especially since the playoffs has been every other day the whole time. <laughs> I get that they want the Western Conference Finals to catch up, but it seems, it seems a little advantageous to the Celtics, which, to Steven's point, is who they want to play the Lakers in the finals. But you're right. There's narratives around everything because the heat narratives there. But that's going to be a good series. Next game's Wednesday. We'll talk about that probably Wednesday night, Benny, when we're making our picks because that game right, is included. Um, <laughs> Steven, you might be invited. You might not. We'll see the reactions to the people that listen. Uh, <laughs> it might be a three-person podcast. Check, going check the views numbers. Check the views no, no, numbers. No. Yes, Steven. I, I, I told Sterling. I told Sterling I wanted to be. Uh, I want to be like the Hank of the part of my take. <laughs> I want to be the little the, the producer who chimes in just a little bit. Oh, do you want that position? I can give you that position. You can be on all the podcasts. Do you want that? Yeah, yeah. Do you want to yeah, be? Yeah. Do you want to be a Molly from First Take? Yeah, yeah. I want to be. I want to be the Molly from First Take. The beautiful face that just that yeah. guides the conversation to where it needs to go. Steve, exactly. we'd love to have you, man. No, Honestly, yeah. no that's, I don't want to be. I don't want to be the third figure head of the Mount Rushmore. I, I want. I want to be the builder. You know. Okay. You well, you I like pay that? very well around here. You can be the say. Michelle Beadle in uh, Ooh. Nation. Yeah, she, she was. Look a, what yeah, happened that's when the she best left. One. Look, look what happened when she left. No one watches Sport Nation. I don't even know if that's on anymore. I don't canceled. know if it's a show. Mar- Marcellus Wiley got canned, and then uh, Max Kellerman yeah. went to his uh, first take. Uh, that was actually a good thing, though. It was a great move for his career. Uh, yeah. like one of the Probably the best career move in, in modern history, maybe. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's, got a, he's got a spot for life now at ESPN. Um, yeah, he does. And it's the best job ever, honestly. You just rail off hot takes. I love that. Yeah. That's what I want my job to be. I try to do it here. I, I don't have good enough hot takes. I need to get a little better. Yeah, I got some good right. ones coming. Um, I'm gonna write some crazy hot takes. <laughs> write some for me. Um, so, anyways, welcome, welcome to the pod. Three member team. Steven's here to stay, I guess. Uh, we'll see how long this lasts. I pay very well. Twenty five cents an episode, paid out at the end of the year of football year. Write that we'll down. Track that. It's I'm never track my expenses. Cal- calculate your wages. Twenty five cents per episode. Ooh. We do two two episodes a week. Twenty weeks. You might, uh, be a, able, you might be able to make a couple bets. <laughs> I want a beer per pod that I do with you. Okay. Okay, yeah. I'll buy you a case of tours, a case of bullets. Ooh, I'm, a, I'm a 1099 um, employee now cool welcome to the squad <laughs> put that in your resume um anyways <laughs> okay before we get too off track we'll get back into basketball the western conference finals had a game going on during sunday night football um i've been i've been a four screen type of person lately with football on and basketball i, I have computers set up all over me i have my tv going uh this this what's on the fourth screen the fourth screen i yeah. football <laughs> so three football football. yeah three football games and a basketball well tonight i only uh, had two screens going I thought you were watching teletubbies i will put on from time to time the tour de france okay uh you know the u.s open maybe we don't need to talk about boring sports so anyways 
Uh, tonight's Seltzer. Sel- oh my God, Lakers Nuggets game. There we go. Seltzers. Yeah, so I don't drink those. Only Coors Lights <laughs> only. Uh, Friday beers. Anyways, uh, the Lakers Nuggets game tonight was uh, was a really good game. I actually lost my parlay on that. I bet the Lakers and the over. Uh, but I did very well gambling today. We'll talk about that in a sec. I I wanted I want to gloat. Uh, eh. Yeah. Well, anyways, that game was great. And I lost it because it didn't hit the over. But at the end of the game, Jokic and AD basically went one-on-one. I think Jokic scored the last 12 points for the Nuggets, and AD scored the last 11 for the Lakers, including a buzzer-beater three at the end over Plumlee or Jokic. I don't remember who it was. It was one of, the, one of their white big men. And uh, it, was, uh, it was an all-time shot to me. That's the one. AD is here. Benny, you can put your laptop down and go outside before you lose your Wi-Fi connection. Benny is grabbing a beer or something. Uh, Steven and I can talk while Benny goes and grabs that. Benny is also shirtless, might I add. He has declined to put on a, a professional outfit for this podcast. And we are putting this video on, on YouTube. So thank you, Benny. Yeah. Um, I'm just kidding. We don't do live podcasts. We should get into that, though, if we want we to grow, grow viewership. I'll wear a okay. shirt if we do that. Steven, let's hear your takes first before we actually make you just the host of this shit. And uh, we, we, because we, you're, you're a guest this week. And after this week, we just, want, uh, we just want you to chime in when we call on you. So, okay, let's yeah. hear your takes on this Nuggets-Lakers game. Because you watched this. Benny, Benny said to me, I did not watch this game. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Benny. No. <laughs> Thanks, Benny. Thanks for sharing that. Uh, sports podcast. Um, yeah, no. I think the series a lot. I mean, obviously it's a lot closer. They lost on a buzzer, uh, buzzer beater. I think it just comes down the, the fourth quarter for these teams. I think the Lakers are just so deep and they have so many playmakers. I don't. The Nuggets don't really have a true third, so I really think it comes down to that. I think the Lakers have just so many. It just reminds me of the Heat team. He has so many people he can just kick it back to, and just someone's gonna make that three. So mm-hmm. I think this this team's not like they're the same team, but. Uh, I, I like this team a lot. I think they're geared towards the championship. Uh, I think they're going to get a gentleman's sweep. I don't think they're going to get lucky every single night. A little handshake sweep, huh? Yeah, a little, little gentleman sweep, a little, little 4-1 action. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not – I was pretty bullish on the Nuggets going into it, but just watching these games, I, I don't think they have it going down the stretch. So. Yeah, I'm looking for but, this tweet here. I cannot find it. But – here, I'll keep talking while you. Yeah, I won't find it, so keep um, going, keep going. Yeah, yeah no, I, and after this game, I think it solidifies it. It's, uh, it's Anthony Davis's team, LeBron James's second okay. man, it's the Come Lakers. On. Okay. Um, so there's my, there's, my, there's my hot take for you. Thanks, Skip. Um, here's my response to the first point. It's not Anthony Davis's team, it's LeBron's team. Um, <laughs> my, my game overview is this. LeBron, has, this was a tweet I was looking for. LeBron, I think, has only scored 15 points combined in the second half of these two games um you could say oh wow the nuggets are playing great defense maybe the case but i do think that is more worrisome for the nuggets going forward than any other factor because he will not continue to play at that level so you got two opportunities here to beat them when lebron's not playing at his a plus type game i promise you in game three he scores more points in the in the second half and fourth quarter ad or lebron and ad are the two best players left in these playoffs by quite a big margin. Jokic is third, and Jokic and I said this to Benny on, on Wednesday, Jokic is probably the eighth best player in the NBA, and I do these lists quite often in my head. Who would I, who would I take? And I like Jokic a lot. But there's a big difference between being five and one and eight. Rain man. Hey, he's a savant. <laughs> 
No, he is. He's a basketball savant. Like he. he is, I do not know what what other what other. Uh, I don't know if he has any other like abilities or qualities, but he is. He should not be this good at basketball. No, I'm saying not... you're you're Rain Man making all these lists in your head quite often. Oh, I thought you were calling Jokic a Rain Man. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Either way, no, you're, thank you're you. You're Rain Man. Thank you. I won some bets today. I, I said earlier, so I am kind of Rain Man. Uh, but yeah, I, I, just, it, folks. I just I just really like uh, this Lakers team, and I picked them at the beginning of the year. I think LeBron and AD are, have a mission. Uh, I do think that playing the Heat would be an easier road to a title than the Celtics, but I think no matter who they play, they're going to win, and they're winning the series. You might be right, Stephen. It might be a gentleman sweep, but I would not be surprised if it's four. Losing this game, the Nuggets losing this game, especially in the manner that they did, where um, Danny Green misses the three, it goes out of bounds. They have two seconds left. It gets passed to AD, and he hits it over the guy. That's such a backbreaker. A backbreaker. That's another one. A little demoralizer. <laughs> you know, how many sports cliches can you fit in this podcast? Quite a few. I'm trying to get as many as I can. But that yeah. is that's a that's a legitimate backbreaker. You know, the spine was cracked on that on that three. I think I think somebody probably has a missing vertebrae, and true and that three got me hyped up. I was watching both games with uh with my girlfriend on the couch, and she was trying to nap because she works early hours which uh, I don't let her nap when I'm watching sports. When AD hit the three, I was like, fuck yeah. Like, I, I, was, I was so happy. And also, when, when the other time I did that, to go back in the pot a little bit, is when Russell Wilson overthrew Tyler Lockett on that third down. I was like, let's fucking go. And, was, and then I woke her up from her slumber both times, and then she was pissed at me. But, hey, it is what it is, you know? Your neighbors hate you. My heartbeat of that paper You want to tell the story? You want to tell the story about uh... – Nah, I've, I've said that before on the pod. Okay. Uh, my heart rate on this – when the Patriots on the final drive, by the way, got up to 165. So, uh, that's pretty much hard yeah, workout. That, that's hard workout heart rate is what yeah. that is. So, uh, Are you doing, yeah. Were you doing sit-ups and push-ups during the... – I was walking around. I was, I was, I was walking around doing some, uh, doing some Coors Light curls, you know? You're just doing air, air squats in the last drive? I was. I was doing a little bit of things. Burpees, maybe? No, I don't do CrossFit, Benny. You know me. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, I don't even want your take on this Lakers Nuggets series. I honestly don't think you deserve to have one. <laughs> you didn't watch it. So right. Don't give Nuggets, me your take. Nuggets are just waiting until uh, it goes 3-1 and then it comes back. Yeah, that's that's their game plan, Benny. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's their game plan. <laughs> that's what they, they want. They gotta get the juices flowing. Well, they they're gonna go down three zero, I think. So if they go they down three zero, bring it until it's three one. So no, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, I think we'll, I I agree with Steven. It'll probably uh be five games, gentlemen sweep. Um, I'm gen- <laughs> I'm conscious. I'm considering cutting this part out of you speaking about your your take on the series, Benny. What? You haven't watched the little, games. <laughs> do a little editing. <laughs> you're, you're I'm just agreeing. Yeah, you're agreeing. He just said, I agree with Steven. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good take. Yeah, it's a good take. Fine. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Benny, I like I mean, it, Benny. I've got to watch I've got to I've got to watch the Nuggets play. I've got to watch the Lakers play. Okay, I'll keep it in. I'll keep it in. Yeah. Lakers are the much better team. Anybody that thought the Nuggets had a chance in this series, I thought was smoking crack. Uh they're, <laughs> they're not they're shout not the same. Trey. They're not Trey's the yeah, shout crack. out Trey. They shout are not the Trey. same caliber of team. The Nuggets beat the Jazz, who were worse than the Blazers. I do not care what the rank or what the seeds were. The Blazers were hurt going into this thing, and they were healthy when they got into the bubble, which is why they played so good. Does that not seem like forever ago? Yeah, it does. It does seem like literally forever ago. I, yeah. I cannot even remember when the bubble. The Blazers, started. Lakers, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, that was a playoff, so they had eight games. Yeah, before. and then the 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 Rockets are not as good as the Clippers, I guess, but 
they kind of are like the Clippers are choked. That's and also by the way, the Nuggets should not have won either of their series. They the other teams choked easily winnable games and shots. It's not that the Nuggets played stifling defense or were just that great on offense. It's that the other yeah. teams choked. Props to the Nuggets. You got to hear you have the best future. You and I think the Nuggets and the yeah. Heat have the two best futures in the league. And uh, they can make moves and add players because they actually have cap space. And it should be a free agent they destination. Do. Denver's an awesome city. So uh, the Heat are going to add someone next year. Yeah, the Heat. The Heat. The, Miami's an awesome city too. So uh, exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> thank you. I'll take my talents to South Beach. I would too. That I would too. Uh, anyways, that was a good basketball talk. Uh, I'm happy that we had it. Benny, I wish you watched a little more basketball, but hey, you love football. So we're going to get into the sport that you know and love, your former linebacker. Uh, oh, right. And you like to compliment yeah, former linebacker over here and former catcher. Do you want to talk baseball? Just kidding. We're not talking baseball. No, this thank pod. you. No baseball I here. I hate baseball. <laughs> no baseball here. Um, okay, we're going to take a break, and we I will be you, right Steve. back. Okay. When I this happened last week, I had to cut a whole bunch of stuff out. Benny interrupts when I'm going to take a break, and then I have to go and edit it up. Make, make a make a signal or something before you. I'm yeah, just throw, going into throw it. up a signal. Yeah, okay, yeah. You want me to do? You want me to do a gang sign? What? Right, right here. Okay. Okay. You're going like this. You're going to go three. Here's my signal. Two, one. Here's my signal. Tell them what I'm doing, Benny. Yeah, you're flipping off the camera. That's the yeah. signal. That's my Double signal bird. that we're going to break. Okay, we are going, we are going to break. We will be back with a beautiful sponsored ad by Coors Light. Listen, they aren't paying me yet, but if they pay me, you two will reap the rewards. Coors Light, pay this man. We will be right back. Okay, I'm about to be real with you. Coors Light, I love the silver bullets. Those 16 ounces, those twist-offs, the silver bullets, yeah, I love those. And uh, honestly, I ask all the time for you to sponsor this podcast. Nobody ever... Uh, Gets the word out to you, but listen here. I saw that cake you gave Patrick Mahomes. I'm not asking for a big-ass cake like that. All I want is some free silver bullets. Is that too much to ask? I will give you free advertising for the rest of my life if I get a pallet of those bullets, okay? One pallet of silver bullets. I'm not talking 15 cans. I'm talking way more than that, but one pallet, and you've got a, you got a customer for life. How about that? I'm not going to give a better pitch than this, so... uh I'm going to keep advertising for y'all, even if you don't send me something. But uh, it's out there for you. It's out there for you to take. Good PR, you know, support a podcast, a small-time podcast. I'll support a big-time Coors Light beer company. I love Coors Light. I love the Silver Bullets. Uh, Back to Steven and Benny. And we are back. We just actually did a little sports talk off the air about uh, NBA teams and their free agency and uh, how to to rebuild the Clippers and pretty much, which – we both, we all, we all figured out there is no way. Have fun, Kawhi. Way to pick the wrong team out of the three. You did Should've it to yourself. Should have stayed in Toronto. Went to the Lakers. You did it to yourself. So, with that being said, let's talk about the thing that people come and listen to this podcast for, which is football. That's what we, that's what we watch the most of. That's what we know the most about. I would say I probably know the same amount on basketball as football because I, I really love the NBA. But um, this is. These are the two sports, and football is the one that people listen to a lot. So uh, let's talk about football. We talked about Sunday Night Football, hell of a game, Pats, Seahawks. Let's move to the best game of the week, arguably the best game of the week. I'd say the Sunday Night Football game was, was right there with it. Uh, the Cowboys and the Falcons. Did the Cowboys win this game, or did the Falcons lose it? Oh. Another cliche for you. I'm getting them. <laughs> I'm racking them up. What say you, Benny? 
Oh, Falcons lost it for sure. Wah, wah. They were gifted the game. It's hurt. They were gifted the game. If a team, what, four fumbles or how many, what, three, four? I think it was five. I, I legitimately five? think it was five fumbles in the first quarter. <laughs> like, and like, what, what, what did they get up? They were like uh, 16 points up at half. I think they were up at their top 20 points. I might be wrong here, but I think they were up 20 at, at some point. And they yeah. were up a lot in the second half, too, to where it was. <laughs> okay, you finish, finish, your, finish what you're saying. Yeah, I just, I mean, there's no excuse for that. Like, Dan Quinn should probably be fired. Should have been fired last year. It, right, like, th- this, this week. If, also, I was in the, if I was in the Atlanta Adam Gase. I know we're not talking about it, but fire Adam Gase. Well, we, we actually are not talking about the Jets this week except to talk about the 49ers injuries. So, yeah, fire Adam Gase. Uh, Dan Quinn's awful. My, my, who won and who lost? Uh, the Falcons choked this one. This is, oh, yeah. this is as bad as a Super Bowl one, except it wasn't in the Super Bowl, so it's not looked at as the same, obviously, and it shouldn't be. But this game was won. That, that onside kick where nobody jumped on it, oh, they just dude. let it roll when they could have just got it. That was so painful to watch. Yeah, you you you, you <laughs> run up and, and jump on it because the, the 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 kicking team can't jump on it before it goes ten yards, but you can. That that is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. I know. I don't know. That's you coaching. Don't have to, that's you don't coaching. have to wait for it to go ten yards if you're receiving the kick. It's coaching, right? That, that's where coaching comes into play. Exactly. Uh, and Dan Quinn's awful, and he should have been fired before this or last season. Now they're zero and two. They're out. They're not winning this division or making the playoffs. I know it's two weeks in, and they've added extra playoff teams. You can't lose a game like this and expect to make it. Now, they've played two hard teams back-to-back. This is the Falcons we're going to see the rest of the year. It's going to be the team that puts up some crazy garbage time numbers that is competing in games. They will not win one close game this year. Bold take. Bold prediction. I don't think the Falcons will win a one-score game this year. I think it'll always go to the other side because, and maybe if they maybe they fire Dan Quinn, they could they'll, they'll have somebody come in new and and uh, or it'll be a, so it'll be an in-house hire because it's been season. But maybe they'll light a fire up under the butts. Another cliche for you for the team. Under that, the ass, Sterling. Come on. Hey, I'm trying. I'm trying to cuss less. I'm trying to cuss less. Uh, so I've, I've I I only cussed a little in the beginning about the things I said to my girlfriend when I was watching the sports. <laughs> you uh, dropped two f bombs. Two f bombs. Yes. I I don't think I dropped an f bomb on our first three or four ep- or three episodes we did this year. Yeah, that's I haven't impressive, isn't an it? Either. Yeah, you don't drop many f bombs, so I'm a habitual f bomb dropper. Um. <laughs> so, anyways, the the Falcons the Falcons did lose this game. I'm happy for the Cowboys and for Brandon. That must be a joy to watch. Uh, but honestly, I'm really – Mike McCarthy has been terrible. He's been <laughs> awful, too. This was like – this is a game where neither team should win. It should have ended in a tie. It was a bad yeah. coach game. And Mike McCarthy is – as far as I'm concerned, he's on the hot seat. How about that? So they're, they're fraudulent. <laughs> Put him on the seat. A, we got a bunch of frauds in uh, Dallas, huh? I think Dallas is a fraudulent team with great players. And I really believed Mike McCarthy was a great coach. That was uh-huh. a great hire. I was very happy with that hire. It was a smart one to me. And he is not, he's been worse than Garrett over the, over the first two games. All by all means, he has been a worse coach than Jason Garrett was the last couple of years in the first two Definitely. games. But is, um, that, is that, I mean, look, dude, I would have wrote the blank check to Lincoln Riley. I would have said, hey, fill out what you want. You're our new coach. Think about this, though, dude. This is basically week two of the preseason. 
You're right, but it's not. You've got a lot of room to get better. No, you are you are right about that. But this was a team that had continuity coming into it. They added all their players, offense. players, and they kept the offensive coordinator. But oh, they they keep Chris Richard too, defensive coordinator. Yeah. Okay, so they kept coordinators. But I mean, you got a whole new guy in charge. You know. Well, he ain't doing a good <laughs> job. Okay, so it's a. Uh, you're right. They're not going to fire Mike McCarthy after two games. No. I'm not calling for the firing of Mike McCarthy. I'm saying put him on the seat. I'm saying put, put him, him on, on the, the hot seat. seat. Just oh, take a seat at the table. There's another one, hot seat. Hot seat's definitely. Yeah, put him on the hot seat. Tell him. Here, here. Tell him <laughs> hey. put, a little, put a little warm pad on the seat when uh-huh. he sits in it next. Say, your seat's hot, man. They're not going to fire him. He signed a long deal. It's a yeah. lot of money. Jerry, Jerry but, Jones is going to call him into the office. He's going he's gonna to have the seat. Have a warm pad on the seat. Yeah, somebody already sitting there. And he's saying, hey. <laughs> You feel that warmth on that seat? I mean, he might have seat heaters in, in his office. You know, I mean, True. they have him in cars. They might as well have him in the office chairs now. So he'll put he the seat heater on. Coaches in. Yeah, Mike McCarthy should be on the seat. That's all I'm saying. And uh, honestly, I didn't think it could get worse than Jason Garrett. Freddie Kitchens proved me wrong. And then now Mike McCarthy's proving me wrong again. Um, it's, very, it's very concerning for Cowboys fans. This is the year they have to win the Super Bowl. And they're going to contend for, for years to come. They're not going to win it this year. I'm not, I'm not saying that. But oh. last year was when they should have won the Super Bowl. They had the most talent in the league. Now their offense is great. Their defense is not close to what it was last year. And Dak's still not paid that much. So once Dak gets that big deal, it's going to be harder and harder to keep players. They lost Byron Jones already in free agency, obviously. And uh, they've also hit, got the injury bug, too, which we're going to talk more about when we talk about the 49ers. But um, – they, this is a Super Bowl bust year. You can't have this much talent on offense and not have that be your goal. And I know that's Jerry Jones' goal, right? Winning the East. The East is the worst division in football. You know, I mean, what, yeah. what, what, what are the goals? Just to Should make it a cakewalk. Yeah. And they're making it hard. They're going to win the division. But they should, they should uh, win it by three or four games with, with the level of competition they're playing with. So. Steven has decided to be our moderator, but I want to give him a chance to talk about this. Yeah, I, got a, I got a good sports cliche. This is a, this is a wake-up game for the Cowboys. Wake-up wake up call. Wake-up call. Ooh, wake up. Steven's yeah. making the wake-up call. Yeah. Wake up yeah. call. Okay, okay. This is, this is, I think midway, halfway through this game, they woke up. I think they got, they got all, the, all the kinks out of the system, and I think they're just going to go on a tear now. Did you, do, you, do you think they woke up from an insomniac-type sleep where they woke up because they choked on their own breath? Yeah. Or yeah, they, did they just was a trap game of a slumber? This they were was having a trap a, game. <laughs> they were having I don't think it was a trap process. game. I'm just trying yeah, to throw cliches it's out. It's a good cliche. A trap game is not this. This isn't a trap game. A good, uh, we'll get to a trap. That's game. Not, there is a trap game this week. That was a good game. <laughs> what was your trap game? Ooh, Ooh. The, Chiefs Chargers. Yeah, Chiefs Chargers. That was a trap. Trap game. game. Yes, sir. Okay. Trap game. Anyways, yeah, I agree with you. It was a, it was a wake up call. Um, bar none. Wake up call for them. I do want to say this, Benny. We're making our picks this this uh, this upcoming Wednesday. Yeah. I'm picking the Cowboys to beat the Seahawks. All right. For what it's worth. Free now, game. Like Thank you. Not confident Oops. in that. By the way, we're going to go 14 and two this week, both of us. This is a this is a chalk week. Nice. Uh, I lost the <laughs> Patriots game, and you lost the uh, you picked Washington to beat the Cardinals. So that was that was, oh, and we're man. both going to win the Saints, and yeah. we both lost the Vikings, Ooh. which we're going to talk about uh, later. So okay. Yeah, the they next game, like dog shit. Yeah, they did. They're, they're done. Uh, the next game that we're talking about is the Chargers and the Chiefs, if you, have the, if you have the schedule up. The Chargers lost to the Chiefs in overtime. 
based off of two well, Kansas City overtime, huh? Two Harrison Butker 58 yarders. That was impressive. 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 Um, Looks like he got, he could have got that 63. Bro, he could have made that like 10 times in a row. Yeah, he 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 was on. Uh again that stadium's beautiful. Just want to throw that out there. Uh this was a trap game. Like Steven said, a classic yes. trap. And uh, the Chiefs walked into the bear trap, but they were able to get free before, uh, before it clinched on their paw. So here's my, here's my question to you, Benny. Yeah. Do the Chargers have the blueprint to stop or slow the Chiefs down? Um, their defense, their front seven and their cover three, I think they're running cover three, uh, type, type defense has slowed the Chiefs down in the past. I think that their type of defensive uh, formation and their game plan is a similar one that the 49ers ran in the Super Bowl which we don't remember the outcome of because we never recorded a pot of, but is that the blueprint to stop or slow down the chiefs? No, I don't think there's a blueprint to stop the chiefs. I, I mean, nine points or three. Mahomes, Mahomes is, uh, was his, his third, third full year now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just don't think you're going to, you're going to stop, stop that much. I think, I think with the experience, Andy Reed uh, and Mahomes, like, I don't know. I think they, they might've just got caught off guard. And, and I mean, my question to you would be, does Herbert rest of the year? They said that Tyrod Taylor is a starter. If he's healthy, he won't be healthy. It seems like he was having a fucking heart attack. I, I, think, I, think, I think it's a, it seems like he was having a, a heart attack is what they reported. Like he, he, had he had chest, yeah. Yeah, he could had trouble breathing, and, and he got Jeez. taken to the hospital. He probably got COVID. Yeah, that ain't know. good if he does. Yeah, <laughs> the NBA yeah, season no, by. <laughs> um, yeah, the season's the season's on the line if that's the case. For real. Um, no, get the but, Chiefs out of the season. That'd be that'd be it's, good it's, for me. I think it's a classic. I think it's a classic uh, example of the uh, divisional foes. You know, Anthony Lynn knows a lot about the Chiefs, obviously. And, I would say this. Teams should study this and the Super Bowl game plan because the, the 49ers ran the same thing. Obviously, you need the personnel to be able to pressure them. The front seven of the 49ers and the, Chief, 49ers by the, and the, um, and the Chargers is top tier. And not every team has Joey Bosa and uh, Melvin, Ingram. Uh, Melvin Ingram on their edges. Um, but you have to study this and say, why is this working outside of the player personnel? Because it is the scheme at some point. I don't know if other teams can mimic it, but – this is the only thing we've seen to date that, that, has, that has slowed him down at, at any mean. I mean, he played great in the fourth quarter, but I, the, Chief, or the, the Chargers should have won this game. They should have gone for it on that fourth down instead of kicking the field goal to force overtime, score the touchdown, or turn it over on downs and lose in regulation. Playing for overtime never works out for the team playing for it. It always it always help it always helps the team that has yeah. to score at the end. The and, longer the game goes, the more likely the better team's gonna win. Exactly. And so uh I think the Chiefs are a really good team. I do have concerns. I have legitimate concerns. Mm. The offensive line is not Clyde Edward Zelaire to um No, I like Clyde. It's not about him. I don't care about fantasy. I, I'll say this right now. Fantasy is taking a backseat to my sports betting. I'm a degenerate officially. I have made a lot of wagers every single game I'm throwing money on now. Uh, I had a great weekend. I won a couple of parlays. I won the parlay, and I parlay I threw out at uh, on our Wednesday night or Wednesday podcast. Uh-huh. I won that parlay. Won a parlay where I also added the Rams to that, and then I won a one p.m. parlay. Uh, the Chiefs, Ravens, Cardinals, all money line. Won them all. I'm up about yeah, I'm up a decent amount of hundreds. I'll say that much. Uh, 
it's only up from here, folks. Nice. Take some advice from you'll me. Be, you'll, be donate, you'll be donating that, donating that to your bookie next week. Probably. I'm going to tell him to keep it in. I'm not going to have him pay me out. I'm going to say keep it in credit. <laughs> so yeah. I have a little extra money. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. I'm fully, in, I'm fully invested. Um, <laughs> I, like the char- I liked how the Chargers played, though. And my concern about the Chiefs is the offensive line. They're never going to have a good offensive line unless they draft one at this point. They have no money. All the money's tied up in Mahomes, Chris Jones, Tyreek Hill, Kelsey. Kind of like the Seahawks. Matthew. That's the big problem. Yeah. And I think it's hard to do. It's hard to say, hey, Earl Thomas with the Seahawks case, we're not going to resign you. You're great, but you're, you need too much money. It'll make our roster weak. Or Doug Baldwin or, or Jimmy Graham or – uh, yeah. one of these, you can't do what the Seahawks did and consistently win. And the chiefs are going down that path. I said this to you. Um, I don't know if I said this in our preview show. I think this is their final year to win a Super Bowl for the foreseeable future. They're going to compete every year, but if they are not, they're going to have so much money tied in the cap. One injury will ruin their team. And that's what happened to the Seahawks. One big player gets hurt. You don't have a replacement level player. You have a, you have a really bad guy coming in to replace Sherman when he went down with yeah. with the Chiefs if Chris Jones gets hurt they have no pass rush if Matthew gets hurt they have no they have no good safety back there it's over for them and uh and if Mahomes gets hurt the season's over but that that's fine that that's how it is with all quarterback good quarterbacks yeah. basically but their offensive line's concerning they have a really bad offensive line and it will not get better unless they pick studs in the draft, which is very hard to do. It's impossible to scout offensive line talent currently because of how college football is played. And this college football season is being played in the way that it is. But teams don't use pro-style offenses. They're doing – you know how college offenses are. Very few teams play yes, pro-style right. offenses. Yeah. So you're really throwing darts and hoping that they land when you're drafting offensive linemen. And the NFL is definitely um... – merging though toward, definitely more spread stuff yeah yeah it's merging towards what the college game has been because of the talent that is available but with a lot better quarterback play exactly no exactly but i still am concerned about the chiefs offensive line and i think that this year is their best year to, to repeat i don't think they'll repeat as i said but um i, I i'm concerned it's a legitimate concern i think right that offensive line doesn't look good yeah i think uh as long as they stay healthy, it'll be fine. Okay. Um, moving it, it, on to it, a team. It'll become a real issue if, if they have, you know, a few guys go down and it's new bodies in there all the time, right? Then they're already not super talented uh, and not, not deep. If they have some guys go down and it's like a, you know. I feel like that position, though, is the hardest to stay healthy. You always see offensive linemen get rolled up on. It's all luck, right? It's, re- it's legitimately all luck. Like, you can get rolled up on in any play. You saw that in the, the game tonight where uh, the left uh, that's how. I mean, that's how, that's how – I mean, both is a defensive lineman, but in the – Yeah, tra- that's how that's linemen get rolled up on, and it's, yeah. it's really just random. And, uh, but you're right. Uh, we will see what happens. The Chiefs are really good. I thought that they probably should have lost this game. Herbert, we didn't talk about Herbert. We'll say, I'll say a brief thing on Herbert. You can say anything you want, Steven or Benny, if you want. Really liked Herbert's composure there um, and the way he played. He had one awful play, though, which is what turned the game around, which was his interception when he had 10 to 15 yards in front of him to scramble for the first down, but he threw it into double or triple coverage and it got picked. That's a rookie mistake. That happens. Uh, it's unfortunate that it happened in the situation that it did because I think the Chiefs scored a touchdown on the mistake and they were in scoring range. It would have went up two scores. Game probably would have been over. 
uh, in that situation. But Herbert played really composed and well. You asked, is Tyrod going to be back? I don't think he should be. They want Herbert to be the franchise guy. He took this team to overtime against the defending Super Bowl champions. Yeah. Maybe Tyrod does that too, but you see what you have with Herbert. It's a really, it's a talented guy with a good, with a good arm and, uh, and seems to be composed and ready to go. I was, I was surprised how physical he was. I, I didn't think he'd be, I thought he, he took had... that hard hit on the, on the run and he got, he popped back up. I don't remember yeah. who tackled him, but he got hit hard. Yeah. Um, and he, and he lowered his shoulder a few times. You know, I, I was, here's the, here's the question I have for you too. Will there ever be another quarterback in the NFL like Tom Brady or Peyton Manning, or is that done? Oh, just a statue. Yeah, like somebody that. Ooh. Do you think there will ever pocket be pocket presence? No, yeah. I, 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 I think Andrew Luck is the last one. He ran still. He was. He was. Yeah, he, he was still mobile. Yeah, he ran. Yeah, I don't think there's a pure <laughs> going to be a pure quarterback like that. No, no. no you, 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 I feel like you gotta be. You gotta be mobile now. There's, there's at least a little bit mobile. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I can get with that. I agree. I. I think scouts are also looking for that guy too. Scouts have seen the success yeah. of, you know, guys like Russell Wilson uh, and Mahomes and the, the ability to. Well, um, it's every new quarterback, Benny. Yeah, even like even Baker. Risky. Baker's like he, mobile yeah, Baker. too. Yeah. yeah, Baker. Yeah, yeah. Well, Tre- Trevor Lawrence is going to be the best, you know, the next best quarterback to come into the league. He's mobile. Yeah, he's he's who I would say is the most statue esque of all the of all the guys coming, but he can run. Dude, no, he can. He can run. He can run. The most statuesque one, I would say, more statuesque than uh, Trevor Lawrence, I'd say. I think that he's less athletic is Joe Burrow, but he's still athletic. He's still he still yeah, runs, yeah. <laughs> he still is a good scrambler. Yeah. So R.I.P. the the quarterbacks of uh, the types of quarterbacks like Manning and Brady, and yeah. they still are the successful. I guess I guess Tannehill was probably the best one. A Big Ben because he still plays. No, There's Tannehill still runs. And he runs there's a little bit. Yeah, so there's no there's, He was a yeah, wide like, receiver in college. He was a wide receiver. Like, oh, you know the Who? Yeah, yeah. Qu- quarterbacks are, you know, the smartest guy or whatever and it, like about diagnosing the defense and stuff. Um yeah, I still believe in that, but it, the best athletes play quarterback now. You know? Like, You're right. It used to not be like that, but it's yeah. it's starting to become like that. The guy that we'll look out for uh there's three quarterbacks in this draft that are going to be really wanted. Trevor Lawrence will go first. He should go first. Fields and then Trey Lance. And I, I said this long ago, back eight months ago. Trey Lance, I think, might be the most the the biggest boom out of all of them. He's he's the the Mahomes type in the draft. He won't go over over Lawrence, and he shouldn't. But he might go over Justin Fields. I wouldn't be surprised in that. He is uh, he is phenomenal. He plays at North Dakota State, where Wentz went to school. He's so good, mm-hmm. and uh, he's great. And okay, okay. I, now now that you, you say that, I, I've seen him play. Yeah, look out for him. The other guy that's in the future that I'm really that I think is going to be phenomenal, Spencer Rattler, and uh, he's Oklahoma right now, redshirt freshman. He's the first guy yeah. that they actually recruited there, who's yeah. a five star, and he. Um, I he played this last week and he looks he didn't play anybody good but he looks like Murray like Baker Tyler Murray Mole like Jalen like, yeah it's it's the Oklahoma offense but all those guys seem yeah. to be pretty good Baker not as much as Murray oh but, hey um, did you see did you see uh, just one little quick side note did you see how the Eagles were using Jalen Hurts I hate when teams do that but yes they, they had him in the <laughs> slot and he was like he was motioning around like I hate when teams do that it's a taste Jalen of Hurts time. Jalen Hurts at Alabama was like a running back dude oh yeah. He, yeah, he's legit. I mean, I mean, T- Taysom Hill is also like one of those guys who is really athletic. 
And but I, here's the thing. When you're bringing somebody in like that, you're doing it to try to trick the defense, which sometimes works. Yeah, it's a gadget. It's a gadget. Yeah. I don't like that when you have franchise QBs to bring another guy that can throw the ball in the field. Personally, and I'm not a coach. I'm not Sean Payton or Doug Peterson, who are obviously great coaches. They both won Super Bowls. I just hate the – if you have a franchise guy, that's your thrower of the football to me. And I w- that's how I would coach. Now, I'm not Sean yeah. Payton or Doug Peterson, but that's Belichick's philosophy pretty much. Uh, they didn't let an- another player throw a pass for like 15 years there until Edelman <laughs> did the double pass because, because somebody threw a pick when they did the double pass before. They said, yeah. Josh McDaniels, I, I, I don't remember if McDaniels was there, but it was Belichick and McDaniels, I think. Said, yeah. Okay, Brady's the only person allowed to throw a football. But the difference is, manager. you know, these teams now, they're doing it with players who are actually quarterbacks, you know, like they. Oh, yeah, you're right. But I just. Quarterbacks. I feel like if you do a gadget play, you're bringing them in for window dressing. And if they get the ball, the team is expecting them to get the ball to throw. And it's kind of, pre- you have to prepare for it, but it's like, Okay, most likely they're getting the ball to do a QB power, right? Something like that. And I, <clears throat> I don't know. I've just never been a fan of it. I love yeah. Jalen Hurts, so I, I'm happy that he's in the NFL because uh, he, yeah. he he was a really good player in college. And uh, I mean, he can be one of those really sneaky, sneaky guys that develops, and later on, you know, maybe he, you know, he, maybe he pulls a Matt Flynn. You know, he'll get a, he'll get a chance. And actually, plays well. <laughs> he'll get a chance to play at some time in his career. I'm sure. Okay, yeah. we have taken too much time. Uh, mm-hmm. We're trying to cut these down a little bit. So we're going to go right. decently fast through this next game. 49ers-Jets. I just have this marked because the 49ers killed them, helped me in my parlay. But the real loser in this game was the 49ers uh, and their injuries. Garoppolo, high ankle sprain. Bosa, ACL tear. Solomon Thomas, likely ACL tear. Rah- Rah- Raheem Mostert, MCL sprain. Um they already didn't have Sherman in that game. I don't think they had their starting safety in that game. Uh, their defense has been shredded. Uh, Jimmy G's hurt. So, I mean, Jimmy G's injury is not, not that serious. Yeah. But I don't think he's going to play next week is what Shanahan said. Uh, the turf in MetLife Stadium today or the gra- whatever they use it was terrible. Okay, and- here's what I want to say. I think they – I really am advocate for natural grass because I feel like that's why guys tear ligaments so much in their, in their knees and, you know, a, a different ankle injuries, Achilles, like all those things, because they, they get stuck. They, they get stuck in the turf and yeah. then there's no give like, Oh, exactly. I just think that natural grass would lower the amount of those injuries. Also, I think that's done. There's been studies done on that and you're right. Yeah. Also, this this is crazy too. This is I'm gonna talk about this really quickly, but I I saw a uh, documentary type film about um, studying like uh, youth soccer players and how the rubber in the field is actually really harmful. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, potentially yeah. cancerous. Yeah, cancerous. Yes. Yeah, the the little beads and stuff like yeah. the little black beads that get stuck in your shoes and your socks. Yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. That, no, that is I, wild. When I played soccer, I literally always fucked up my ankle every time I had to play on turf. <laughs> when we had yeah. to play at North Thurston, I'd always fuck up my ankle. Yeah, I know that turf isn't great. And uh, it's unfor- there were so many injuries this week. I was going to get into that. The 49ers got screwed out terribly with injuries. Uh, if there's, if Bosa tore his ACL, that's a – the biggest strength of the 49ers last season was their rotations on defense and how they can yeah. put people in and out every play and everybody would be 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't seem like it'll be this year. 
Um, oh, and also, by the way, this is really late on it, and I'm not going to go back and say it, but that James White information about his dad dying in the car crash so and his mom in critical condition is like a, an extremely sad thing. And uh, uh, he's one of my favorite Patriots, and that's terrible news. So um, nothing really you can say, but condolences. Um, yeah, condolences because that is a uh, that is terrible news to hear and to get. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, his mom pulls through because. Losing one parent sucks, but losing both would be even, yeah. even worse, obviously. Earth shattering. That, yeah. That's awful. And I just got a tweet that Adam Schefter tweeted, so I wanted to bring that up. But um, with the injuries that have happened, uh, Saquon's injury, he's going to be out for the season. That is terrible for the Giants and for my fantasy team and for his career, honestly, because this is another big injury for him. Yeah. Montgomery was hurt, who's the Bears' leading running back. Um, who – he came back though, Drew, right? Drew, Drew Locke, your quarterback, Stephen, is going to be out for a few weeks with what looks like a labrum injury. They, they still don't know what it yeah, is. Yeah, it's like his shoulder. Yeah, something. And then Sutton's hurt. Demonte Jones got hurt. Yeah, there was there was so many injuries today. Yeah. And crazy. I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna look these up real quick. Preseason. Yeah. It is yeah, preseason. Cam, Cam Akers. Preseason. Hurt his, yeah. Here we go. Ribs. Here's a list of here's a list of big injuries. This is 10 hours ago from Field Yates, so this isn't all of them. But Saquon, knee. Sterling Shepard, toe. Garoppolo, ankle. Bosa, knee. Ta- T- Solomon Thomas, knee. Raheem Mostert, knee. Drew Locke, shoulder. Paris Campbell, knee. Malik Hooker, Achilles. Anthony Barr, shoulder. Cam Akers, ribs. Brashad Perryman, ankle. Uh, Byron Jones, groin. And then there's a few more, but it's, <laughs> there were so many injuries today. This, yeah. this, people Brashad Perryman was before, but... Yeah, people are always like, I don't remember um, a week like this. It seems like there's a week like this every year where a ton of people get hurt. It, it, I don't know yeah. what week. But it seems like this. it's always one week where it's an anomaly. And when this is happening, I'm holding my breath watching Brady and watching the Bucks and then watching the Patriots saying, please, nobody get hurt. Mm-hmm. And uh, thankfully in those games, nobody – McCaffrey. McCaffrey got hurt. Yeah. That's a concern he injury. He yeah, he didn't come back in and they're doing an MRI tomorrow. That's another huge one. He won't be out for the season, obviously, but that's a – couple games missed which the panthers can lose another game in a row or else they're they're done they're going to be on three they're not coming back from that so um it was a crazy week for the nfl and um unfortunate for a lot of players so saquon my little soliloquy 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 yep soliloquy yep there you go is i love you man if you're out for the season i'm keeping you i'm keeping you on my team Regardless of anything, you're you're gonna stay on you're gonna stay on my squad. We're gonna ride it out next year. I'm gonna try to win with you on the bench for you, Saquon. I'm gonna do it for you. And next you season when you're trade. back, nope, no trades happening for me. Next season when you're back, we're gonna run it back and we're gonna win it. Okay. And if if I lose the next game or next two games, I'm tanking. We're gonna run the same team back next year. We're gonna get you, Kamara, <laughs> and Clyde again. Okay. And we're gonna draft around it. So so how about that, Saquon? Get well soon. Love you, man. You're welcome on the pod anytime. By the way. Some yes. others aren't. I'll tell you who's not welcome on this pod at any time. Your entire offensive line. They are not welcome <laughs> on this pod. They're not allowed. He got he got hurt in back-to-back plays. I know obviously the second. Oh, you know who else aren't allowed on this pod, Saquon? Jason Garrett or Freddie Kitchens, two of your coaches. Joe Judge, too. Joe Judge, you're not allowed on this pod. You got hurt. You hurt your elbow. They said, hey, go back in there. Your elbow's fine. You tear your ACL. Joe Judge, Jason Garrett, yeah. Freddie Kitchens, not allowed on this pod. Your offensive line, mm-mm, not on this pod. Somewhere else you can go talk about talk about how bad you are at blocking. Actually, you're welcome on the spot offensive line for the Giants. Come and talk what to me. What about Danny Dimes? What about Danny Dimes? Oh, he's welcome on the spot. Cool. 
You're, I'm yeah. be some Danny Dimes. We've had zero NFL what players. About, what about Aldrich Rosas? Who? <laughs> Just Aldrick Rosas. He's not allowed on this pod. We don't like kickers on here after what Gustowski did to my bank account last uh, last uh, Monday night. I only lost like 25 bucks on that game, but he's not allowed on this pod. Okay. Uh, yeah. Anyways, a lot of injuries, a lot of sadness, and uh, with some players missing missing extended time, what it looks like. Uh, the biggest injuries, I think, are Saquon and Bosa. And uh, those are huge impact injuries that yeah. have probably curtailed their stars. season. I'm, yeah. The, the Giants weren't going anywhere, but the 49ers are Super Bowl prohibitive favorites coming into this season. And that is their best defensive player by quite a bit. One of the top five or six pass rushers in football now, and it's over. And yeah. they can still do it. They st- I love Kyle Shanahan's coaching and, the, and his play calling, but except for in the fourth quarter in big games. But, you think uh, Saquon will be the same? When he comes back, yeah, he will. He just he, He's getting random injuries that suck and they add up. And one mm-hmm. more, and you, know, you don't know. I think this is an ACL tear is an ACL tear. Do you, do, you label, do you label him as injury prone now? I don't like doing any. I don't. I used you don't to like labeling people. somebody. Yeah. No, because they're freak accidents. Yeah. And I, I and I think Saquon has a very strong ACL. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Th- they happen. They suck. But I doubt that it's. It could happen to anybody on any play. Honestly. Yeah. Brady tore his ACL. He's not been. He's not missed games since. Edelman tore his ACL. He's like the toughest player. He's one of the toughest players ever. Yeah. He gets slammed in the head and he's good to go. So I just Adrian think it's, Peterson tore his ACL. He's been playing forever. Yeah, I don't. I think Barkley's still the best running back I've ever watched in my life, and I will stick to that no matter what. If he never played another down, I'd say he's still the best I've ever watched. He won't have the best stats ever, but he's just he's so good at his position and yeah. doing everything. So, uh, or best wishes to you and uh, welcome back when you're back. You're still going to be on my fantasy team. I'll tell you that much. He is an unmovable player, even if he misses the season. You can give me your whole team, Benny. You ain't getting Saquon. You ain't getting him. <laughs> Nobody is. Um, right. Okay. I wrote, we're, we're taking a long time, so I'm, we're going we're gonna to rail off these next uh, four games pretty quick. Vikings trash is what I wrote down. Darian, I know you listen to this podcast. Dude. Your uh, team is awful, man. And it's, it's actually – I don't know how they're this bad. Me neither. Zimmer, when is Zimmer getting fired if they continue this pace? After this year. Uh, these last two games, uh, these last two games have been terrible, and it's like this every year with the Vikings. Every other year, it's a playoff year, it's a bad year, it's a playoff year, it's a subpar year. And last year was their playoff year, and this year is going to be a subpar year. They're done. I mean, I don't know how they can think that they're going to be a good team. They lost. They they got embarrassed last week against the Packers, who are a good team. They lost one of the worst teams in football this week. The Colts suck. Yeah, we didn't even let they didn't even give us a chance to see Philip Rivers down a score with two minutes to go. <laughs> True, when that doesn't happen. You know the team's bad, so yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, I'm out on the Vikings. I actually thought they were going to be pretty decent this year. If you listen to the the show, I thought it would be a two team yeah. race in the in the in the North between them and the Packers. I bet a futures bet on the Packers to win the division plus one ten odds. So I got plus odds on that. That's looking like a walk in. For real. Like the the Lions are terrible. The Bears have Trubisky still, and then the yeah. Vikings are literally saying, "Okay, we're gonna go." Vikings should tank, and they should tank for Trevor, because I think this is last year on Kirk Cousins' deal. Get him out of there. He is not the QB that you want to win a Super Bowl with. He's not good enough, and uh, get a new QB in there. 
So that's yeah. my take on that. Steven, you there? Camera yeah, off? Here. No, uh, I just what, what, camera What's your take on the Vikings? I think, dude, watching that game was just painful to watch. It's like watching two washed-up quarterbacks just just go at it. And just see like who could be the dry. best. Yeah, just watching, watching paint dry. dry. Yep. There yeah, you go. There's a cliche. <laughs> yeah, we got all of our cliches. And yeah, no, just watch it. All I wrote down for that game was worst quarterback play because it was just like I feel bad for anyone who's a fan of either of those teams and they had to stick it through that entire game. People that still think Philip Rivers is good. What was the I comment thought- I made? He's a, he's a younger. Worst version of Philip Rivers? Kirk Cousins? Yeah. Did you say that? <laughs> I, <didn't>. no, <laughs> I, I put that in our group text, but no, I just want to say, um, when I watched that part of that part of that game, um, dude, why does Philip Rivers throw the ball like he does? <laughs> does it not look so weird? It looks bad? so bad. Nah, it does it's look like, bad. It's like it's like a short arm like push, you know? It does look bad. <laughs> it's horrible. It does look bad. Uh there's not much more to say about that game. I'm going to let Steven take the reins on the next game. Uh, talk about your Broncos. Where do they go from here? John Elway's Dude. gone, right? Vic Fangio's gone, right? <laughs> I think Vic Fangio needs to go. I think we just need to keep rotating people until we find the right guy. How much I, money I, would you donate, you personally? You're not as wealthy as the Broncos, but would you give $100 a year out of your personal money, $1,000 a year? What is your limit to hire Lincoln Riley? How much money would you pay personally to have him be your coach? <laughs> Oh, I would like to. I would like to split my money and get a good O line coach too. But uh, for Lincoln Riley, pff, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'd give a. I would give a couple five hundred bucks a year to five hundred a year. <laughs> okay, pay, okay. To pay for that's Lincoln not, Riley. That's not bad. We should start a GoFundMe. Yeah, I'll start to, a GoFundMe to, to pay the salary of Lincoln Riley to come coach your team. I, thank, I, thanks for I, Trevor. I know, I know you guys are. I mean, maybe more or less Sterling, but like every team I like, I'm so bullish on them every single year to just be great again, and then. And then I always get just let down very early in the season for all my favorite teams. And it, it's very upsetting as a fan. <laughs> yeah, no, Watching I Drew Locke go down. I, I don't I, – and I thought this year, what are we going to see if Drew Locke's for real? But now it, it, that injury is probably going to fuck him. And now we have, what, Jeff Driscoll playing quarterback. I know, Who Driscoll. actually didn't do too bad once he got in. Oh, Driscoll. He's not terrible. I, no, he's he's not, not good, but he's not terrible. No, he's, he's serviceable. So at least you know how that. I feel about Drew Locke. I think he's famous for for lip syncing. I put on my city. And he was a yeah. meme, and I got a lot him, of like... people like that, and I'm like, this guy's for real. Come on. Uh, I think he's, <laughs> I, honestly, I would start fresh. Get Elway out, Fangio out. Try to hire at any cost Lincoln yeah. Riley, and tank this year and go for one of those quarterbacks. I don't think yeah. Drew Locke sucks, by the way. I'm not saying that he's like no, no, no. I don't he's think he's bad. But I don't think his peak is anywhere near one of those other guys. And they're one of the teams that actually – there's like four teams in the NFL that need a quarterback. And three of those guys will be taken by those teams. And even if you don't want – if they're happy with Drew Locke, they cannot do good this year, have one of those top three or four picks, trade that yeah. pick, and they'll get a king's ransom. And I think that's what a lot of teams should do. Yeah. And, uh, they, try to get one of those picks and then trade out. Like the Bengals are going to probably win one to two games. They're not yeah. keeping that pick. Because they have Joe no. Burrow. They'll trade that pick to mm-hmm. whoever wants Trevor Lawrence the most, and that team will give up probably three first-rounders. I think the Bengals will definitely win more than one or two games. I, I, I think four. they're a three-game three, three max team. I said really? four, but after watching them against the Browns play like they played, I don't know if they win many. That offensive line is just terrible. But if they, if they get the first pick again, that's the great, greatest thing for Joe Burrow. Because if they get yeah. the first pick again, they'll, ha- they'll trade that to a team for Trevor Lawrence. Look at Andrew Luck's ransom that they got. Look at – 
RG3? Uh, yeah, RG3, Jared Goff, Wentz. and Carson Wentz. Yeah, Look yeah. At the Rams especially the Wentz one. <laughs> add, add, an, add another two first-rounders for that. You want, you want Lawrence, you're giving four first-rounders. Three or four first-rounders, definitely. Probably yeah. a player, too. Maybe yeah. a coach. Team needs a coach. <laughs> someone <laughs> someone wants coach. Zimmerman? We'll trade you Zimmerman. Uh, somebody, somebody wants yeah, Zimmer, not Zimmerman. <laughs> George is, Zimmerman has a coach. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, would, I would trade for uh, – what do you think it would cost for Belichick? Seven first-rounders? Is he untradeable? Oh, yeah. Um, he was traded before, right? Yeah, he from was. From the Jets to the Not Patriots. traded technically. He basically quit the Jets when he did the Patriots job, but then they wouldn't – there was a clause in his contract that he couldn't coach in division or in the NFL or something in, uh-huh. for the next year, and then the Pats compensated them with, I think, a first-round pick. Yeah. Um, wow. Best <laughs> trade ever, by the way. That's the best probably, trade ever, yeah. yeah that is probably <laughs> literally the greatest trade in NFL history. Yeah. Um, but, okay, yeah, that, that's what I would do with the, with the Broncos. Uh, Benny? Question to you. Yeah. Big Ben's peak, what is he at now, percentage-wise? 100% means he's still there. What do you got him? Oh, like his – 30? His, his prime, like – His prime was two years ago. He had his best year two years ago. I'd say he's 75%. Okay, way too high, my friend. I got 30%. <laughs> I like 30%? I was, thinking, I was thinking 60, so I'm, I'm more in line with Benny. Yeah, yeah. I think he his arms. I mean, maybe not right now. Maybe not right now. But I, I think as the season goes, I think he can play to eighty percent of what he was. I worry about his arm strength. Is all. But he uh, had a big deep shot down down the field did, today. He did. He did. He did. He did. Um, yeah, Claypool. Yeah, it's a Claypool. Wasn't that like yeah. Canadian I, I, pride? Really, Claypool. Yeah, yeah. He's a uh, that. That's it. Also, who? What the province? Page, I do not. I think on. I think. Ontario, <laughs> Toronto. That's I feel like it's either there or, or Vancouver, or Br- uh, British Columbia. Sorry. Um, so I. Uh, <laughs> those are the only two, you know. <laughs> those are the two big ones. Nobody's from Manitoba it's, balling out. He's he's from British Columbia. Alberta. British Columbia. He's from British Columbia. Yeah, there you go. Okay, it's either BC or Ontario. I mean, I know the provinces. You want me to name them off? I got you. No. Uh, you you don't <laughs> you want, want a geography to? lesson? <laughs> oh, I, I can name them off. You you sure you don't want me to? You're looking it up right now. I see. No, you. I'm not. He's, he's just like typing away. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not looking it up. Do you want me to name him or not? No, I don't care. Move on. Okay, I'm doing it. Ontario, uh, British Columbia, Quebec, Nova Scotia, New Brunswick. He's reading. I can see him reading. Manitoba. Here, no, reading? I got pulled up. Saskatchewan. Up. Okay, Alberta, he's going to miss one. He's going to miss one. I know it. Prince Edward Island. Mm-hmm. Did I do New Brunswick? Uh, yeah. Did That's right next to You're reading you, right now. Okay, you're missing three. I'm missing three. Three or three. four. Three okay, or three four? Oh, uh, wait, no, you're missing. Okay, let's go again. Ontario. Uh-huh. Quebec. Uh-huh. Nova Scotia. Uh-huh. British Columbia. Yep. Saskatchewan. Mm-hmm. Manitoba. Mm-hmm. Prince Edward Island. Mm-hmm. Did I say New Brunswick? You did last time, so we'll count it. But you're okay. missing uh, the one I knew was uh, Newfoundland which is a little more north. Ooh. And, uh, Newfoundland, and the, Labrador, huh? Yeah, and you're missing uh, Yukon, Northwest Territories. Okay, and, those uh, aren't provinces. None of it. <laughs> those aren't provinces, my friend. Those hey, are, do you think a Canadian uh, could name all 50 states? I don't think I can name all 50 states. I think some <laughs> could. I took a quiz tonight, by the way. This is off track a little bit. I took a quiz tonight. Uh, can you name all 100 senators in 10 minutes? Uh, I got 97. No I got 97. Wow, that's I, yeah. I think I could do like 
40. At 97. Benny can do like five. Benny yeah, over under a seven. Benny, can you name the two senators from Washington State right now? The two senators for our state. <laughs> no, I don't know. Patty Murray and Marie Cantwell. Uh, oh. How about Tennessee? Well, definitely not. Definitely uh, Marsha not. Blackburn, maybe? She is one of them. She is one of them, yes. Can you get the other one? Yeah. I don't know the other one. Can you try? Nope. What, what is it? It's Lamar Alexander. He's yeah, retiring was, this year. Yeah, he's, yeah I was going to say, I was like the one guy up for, that you can vote on this year. Yeah, he's retiring. Um, okay, that's fine. You got one and two. You got one of four, actually, but yeah. it's all good. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe you'll get in that, that quiz next time. Okay, I got seven of eight provinces, by the way. So Chase Claypool, pride of BC. Jamal Murray, also the pride of Canada with what he's done in the playoffs. Uh, um, Andrew Wiggins was the Maple Jordan, and he has not been <laughs> We can start naming the best Canadian athletes if you'd like. Sidney Crosby, I got you right there. How about that? Kelly Olenek. How about Davies? Fonzo Davies, soccer, Bayern, one of the best defensive players. That's a good Linux one. a good one. All right, moving on. Okay. Um, the Rams. We have two more, two more head, headlines. Rams are looking like the 2018 team. Um, Steven talked on this earlier. The Rams looked really good uh, these last two weeks. And he's picking them to win the division. I picked the 49ers in the preview. They've been bit by the turf monster pretty badly. Oof. Yeah. And so I'm moving my pick to the Rams. <laughs> I bet on the Rams Benny pretty another, heavy. Another cliche, Turf Monster. Turf Monster. Turf. I oh, bet on the Rams cool. heavy Polar this cliches. week. I love it. I, I did a parlay without the Rams. I added the Rams to the parlay. And then I bet on the Rams separately. I accidentally bet on the Rams separately the way I did it. But, I, hey, I won the bet. Uh, and uh, I won a lot of money this weekend on bets with the Rams in them. So I'm very optimistic. The Rams play somebody good this weekend, I think. Um, does anybody have that off the top of their head? I'll look this up. Look at uh, what? Canadian provinces was my last search. Uh, <laughs> ra- <laughs> ra- no, I'm, I'm kidding about that. The- oh, the Rams play the Bills. Okay. Yeah, they play the Bills next week. Then they play the Giants. Good game. Then they play Washington. Then they play the 49ers. Then they play the Bears and they play the Dolphins. Is they there win any all those. that they don't start 7-1 and one at worst? There well, at worst, and probably six and two. But six, yeah, know. at worst, six and two. They're going to be a good team and probably win their division. Or probably win the division. If not, they're going to be a playoff team. You don't start six and two and miss the playoffs. Their their team looks a lot better than twenty nineteen. Especially with three teams down to. Yeah, and uh, I, I like I like uh, I like the Rams. So I don't need your takes on the Rams if you don't want to give them. But if you would like, you can give them. I know that you still think the Seahawks are the better team than the Rams, Benny. Um, yeah, that's fine. I I I think they're close. I just mm-hmm. really like McVay's play calling. And you know who would look good great in the Rams offense? Russell Wilson. <laughs> yeah, for real. That's where he would win MVP. I don't know. I just, I just don't like them as much because they don't have um, – and I know you don't value running backs as much, but, but Gurley was an absolute stud when he was with them. And I, think I was, like your recall to your fantasy championship because of Gurley. <laughs> right? I don't know if he was on my team. I can't remember. He had to have been. Two championships, you have none, but I don't remember my players. Uh, BC, you won one in the BC era. And yeah, you got, you got more, <laughs> one more recent, but I mean, not the Keeper League era. So we're, we're in the era of my dominance now. Yeah, whatever. Although, okay, but who knows? Hey, last year, you didn't That's even make the take. playoffs. Yeah, my dominance starts now. Next year, actually, my dominance starts next Steven, year. Steven is more accomplished in our league, and he's been in the league for one and a half, one, not even a half year. He's been one year, and he's more accomplished in Have you Did you make the playoffs last year, Steven? 
I was one game away. So no, he and isn't. I, I made the playoffs I, twice. I got in second I, once. Let's stop this nonsense. I started zero and four though, and I almost made the playoffs. See, so, there's still hope for me. I'm zero and two now, boys. Um, okay. I'm gonna go sixteen. That's enough for the Rams. Uh, Rams, good luck. I I really enjoy the team. I'm thinking of putting a futures bet on them to, to win the division, maybe make the Super Bowl. Uh, really like what I'm seeing out of them. Um, sorry, I said there's two more. There's three more. Uh, from before I didn't have the Bucks road down I'm gonna say this about the Bucks a lot of people in the media were saying that there's some buyer's remorse with Brady Brady looked really good today he made one bad pass which was an interception that was thrown to Gronk it was an overthrow he looked really good today especially early on before the Panthers came back a little Leonard Fournette looked really good today and the defense looked good and Mark Schlers was comparing them to the Legion of Boom or that bite or not the Vikings, the uh, uh, Broncos Super Bowl winning defense. Come <laughs> That's on. That's the no fly zone. <laughs> not, yeah, just just quit that, Mark Schlereth. Ward, who was on that defense? DJ Ward, was Champ Bailey still there? Okay. No, he, he wasn't. I don't think he was. No, that was like, I think that was uh, Chris that, Harris. No, no, that, that was Chris, yeah, Harris, Chris Harris, TJ Ward, Darian Stewart, Talib. Akeem Talib. Yeah. Yeah. Von Miller. Um. Uh, who else was the line? I don't care. We don't need oh, to go oh, over oh, this. Uh, uh, it's a good uh, defense. Pot roast. Yeah, pot roast. <laughs> Wolf. Best, best defense okay, of all time. We are done with this. Not the best yeah. defense of all time, but no, not defense. one of the top. Top, top, top ten. Top ten. Not um, top five. Top five. Okay. Well, whatever. We can we can debate this later. We've gone too long on this. I would say that the Bucks are uh, going to be good. There's still my Super Bowl pick. I was sweating when it became a close game because they were my last leg in the parlay to hit. And if the Bucks would have lost and Tom Brady failed me there, I wouldn't hate him. Tom Brady is one of my favorite human beings, but I would have reassessments. And if I'm naming my first son, Brady, Tom Redke, that's all I'm saying. So uh, I'm not having those assessments tonight. I'm very happy that the Bucks won and uh, Tom Brady looked good. And so I will, I will leave it at that. The Panthers aren't going to make the playoffs and they should reconsider their signing of Teddy Bridgewater because he is a good, he's a fine quarterback, but they signed him for a lot of money for a few, for three or four years. They should probably be in the, in the Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Because uh, their offense is literally designed for college quarterbacks to come in and and be there uh, because it's a college coach and a college offensive coordinator. So I just think that's idiotic to, to uh, bring in a, a new coach and 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 bring in like a middle of the road QB that that's gonna that's gonna win you some some games, but you know, too many yeah. games to be too bad is what's gonna yeah, happen. Exactly, but, and, but, but uh, de- definitely not gonna be good. Yeah, there's no chance they compete. They have a lot of holes on defense and offense. And truthfully, the greatest Did thing they, they trade McCaffrey. Have... Yeah, he has value. I trade him. He has value. I would trade him, but I mean. I'm also the guy that says running backs don't really matter. And McCaffrey should not be looked at as a running back, but as a receiver, he's a better receiver than he is a runner. Yeah. So would you rather have him or would you rather have Hopkins? Oh, Hopkins McCaffrey, easy. Not a fantasy, Steven. You'd rather have McCaffrey <laughs> or Hopkins in real life? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, maybe. I think so. He's like a Swiss army knife, dude. Okay. Yeah, you can, you can use him a whole different type. Of First one in, last one out type guy. Grinder. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. this, this, this is this what we're talking about? Uh, <laughs> All for one, one fall kind of guy. <laughs> yeah. I like McCaffrey. I think they can get a first for him. 
I'd do that. If you here, here's a trade for them. Who's a bad team? Bad, very bad team needs a quarterback. You say McCaffrey, Bridgewater, our first. Give us your first. We're gonna take the Lawrence. Would a team do that? Or do you need no? Two? No. Okay. Because the bad team doesn't want to do that. They want. They want to. If, if they're already a bad team, they want Lawrence too. If you're, not, if you're Trevor Lawrence, do you refuse to play on some of these teams? I would. Do you John Elway uh, yourself? Um, <laughs> Eli Manning yourself? Who 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 would be who 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 would you consider not play, going to play for? I would I would I would definitely go to the Panthers. Um, I wouldn't. I w- I mean I wouldn't be mad about that, but I mean I just don't want to play in Carolina. Um, I'm gonna look up teams right now. This okay before we teams. do this before we do this. Uh, teams that you would turn down to play for. It would have been the Browns, yeah. like Baker. Browns, I would not play for. Yes, but uh, Kyler. The last thing before we do this, Kyler is a sophomore phenomenon. We're not going to talk about it that much more. He's really good. Uh, he's a ama- he's amazing, and he is the the evolution of what Russell Wilson started. And uh, but being, way faster. But way faster. Probably not yeah. as good a passer yet, yeah. and probably won't yeah. be. But uh, no. way faster, and he's 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 a really good player. So okay, here's where I would not he's like play. Short Lamar. Short Lamar. There we go. Um, here's where I would not play if I was a quarterback, where I would refuse. Jacksonville. I would say, nope. Okay. Not playing there. Don't want to be the Jaguars franchise QB. Minshewmania. Could you imagine Trevor Lawrence going to that market? They're not a popular team. No. They have no fan base. Um, I would say no to the Browns. I would have said no to the Bengals, but Burrow's from there, so I understand why he said yes. Yeah. I would say yes to the Titans. I would say no to the Panthers. I would say yes to the – no, I would say no to the Bucks. I think Brady – I don't think I would want to be the Bucks quarterback. They have good weapons, but uh, you'd have to sit behind Brady for a year. They're not going to be in the discussion. I would definitely that sounds think, like a blessing, sitting behind Brady for a year. Yeah, but nobody wants to sit anymore. I would say yes to the Steelers and Broncos in a heartbeat. Both of them. I would say yes to the Broncos. I would say yes to the Panthers – or not to the Panthers, to the – Char- Jesus to the Rams. I'm I'm getting animals and and wind and shit. Birds. <laughs> Birds. I say yes to the Chargers. Yes to the Rams and yes to the Eagles. I would say yes to the wind. No to the Jets. <laughs> what team yeah. is a wind team? <laughs> that 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 market, New York market. I would what, say team, yes what team is the wind? I don't know. I was saying the elements, lightning, light, lightning, <laughs> lightning, the Chargers, you know? Oh, the <laughs> lightning, wind. <laughs> I'm giving elements yeah. out there. Fire? Is there a fire team, a water team? No I would say no team. to the Jets. I would refuse if, if, if Adam Gate, if I was Trevor Lawrence and the Jets had the first pick and Darnold's not there anymore, I actually like Darnold, but if he's not there anymore, what I'd say to the, what I'd say to the ownership is you can draft me. I get to pick the coaches. And they won't say <laughs> that. I'd say no to the Jets. I would say yes in a hundred million times to the 49ers. I would say no to the Bills. Don't want to play in upstate New York. Okay. Yeah, that's probably the best part of New York. You're like you're you're rattling off like good teams now that you would say no to. Yeah, you just named like almost every team. <laughs> I would say yes to the Dolphins. I'm naming every team. The Vikings, I would say yes to. I would say yes to the Vikings. Definitely. The Colts, I'm not playing in Indianapolis. I'd say no to them. Really? The Lions. The Lions is a, the Lions don't need one right because they have Stafford and they like them. But maybe I'd say yes to them. They're a historic franchise that never wins anything. That'd be a cool thing, a cool legacy to make. The Packers. You want to live in Detroit? I would not want to live in Detroit, but I would be able to compromise that. Mm-hmm. I'd fly into the games. 
Live in LA in the off season. I live in Chicago. Or, <laughs> or just, uh, no, it's, I, I not, it's not just about living. I'm not just dissing on the yeah, Bills. It's about dysfunction. It's about dysfunction. The Packers, of course. The Falcons, yes. I love the offensive weapons. The Cowboys, yes. It's Dallas. The Giants, maybe. The Bears, yes. the Bears, yes. Washington football team, no, no. The teams Dan you say Steiner's no to are, are the teams you say no to are are Washington, Cleveland. Jacksonville, and that's almost it. You say yes to the Texans. Yeah. You say yes to the Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? They just got a new stadium and they're in Vegas. Yeah. I don't care about the stadium in Vegas. I have John Gruden who and Gruden. If Gruden drafted you, he'd be he'd be he'd be, he would love you. Yeah. You you'd be his favorite person. Exactly. My house next. Not here to get right, let's move on. to win a championship. You're looking at the best backyard football QB there is. Who wants me? I have stipulations. <laughs> throw darts. Let's move on before we talk about your backyard football skills. I am good at backyard football, and you know this. Um, just as you are bad at basketball, bad at, bad at pick up basketball, I'm like, good at it. I can't even dunk, but I would um, dunk. Anyways, that is our episode, uh, everybody. Uh, thank you, Benny and Steven. I guess this is going to be the trio. Steven, you talked a little too much for being the moderator. Um, what I'm going to do, if you want to be, be on this weekly as a moderator-type figure, just poke your head in every so often and say, hey, I have a couple of opinions. Or do it beforehand, right? Give me your opinions that you want to do. You were a guest this week. I understand. I'm giving you, I'm giving you, I'm laying it out for if that's the role you want. If you want the Hank type role, um, that's that's just what I'm throwing at you. Okay. Now you could be a guest all the time, but if you want the Hank type role, I don't know. See, there we go. That's the Hank that I like to hear. No talk. <laughs> no, not talking at all. I'm just kidding. I love it. I talk in the beginning and then I never I never talk again. <laughs> hey, thank you. But no, we, we, I'm kidding. We appreciate your contributions. Thank you for coming on. Benny, as always, thank you. Um, we will be back on Wednesday night, Thursday morning, one of those two, to uh, give our picks of the week and also talk about the NBA a little more because two things are going on at once. We can walk and chew gum. We can cover two, two things. <laughs> A little, little cliche at the end. How about that? And uh, yeah, thank you, everybody. And this is going to be the outro. I'm not going to record an outro. I need to record a, an ad. I've had a couple too many silver bullets today. Just finished another one right there. Cheers. And anyways, we will be back. You're not drinking a silver bullet. I'm not cheersing you up. We will be back on Wednesday night, Thursday morning to give our picks of week three. We did really good this week. Oh, last thing. Saints Raiders. Upset alert next tomorrow? Yes or no? No. No. It's going to be close. It's going to be close. Yeah, Saints Raiders. Uh, uh, upset alert. Ooh -wee! Do you want to change your pick? I'll give you the chance to change your pick right now. You nope. pick the Saints. Nope. You're wow. Upset alert, but we'll not change the pick. Saints, we'll Saints, win no, Saints win no cover. Well, that's already what we both said, I think. So it's all good. Thank you, <laughs> Benny, for st stick holding the line. Thanks, Benny. Okay. Thank you, guys. And we will talk soon. Peace out.